All right, Lenny Kreselberg, how you doing, buddy? I am doing very well. Well so, and excited. How's life in the bubble over in Budapest, man? Uh, well, it's definitely taking a few days to adjust, for sure. I mean, it's, we're pretty much confined to our hotel and going to the pool. So it's very different, especially considering being in a beautiful city like Budapest. You're kind of anxious to go go out and about, but certainly... You know, the league has done a really good job, um, you know, putting all these uh, uh, COVID protocols in place, making sure that, uh, you know, everyone is following it, following it. And, um, you know, I mean, the idea is to make sure everyone is feeling safe. That's the key. Yeah. Now, well, first tough question. Is there any positive tests on the L.A. current or, or you're all clear to go? No, we're all clear. You know, thank for knock on wood, our, our rosters ready to go. Everyone has tested negative. Perfect. Uh, now talk to me about the bubble itself. In terms of the, uh, the hotel, it's on an island or something, isn't it? Yes, it's an it's a island called Market Island. It's a pretty decent-sized island. There's really just uh, two major buildings on the island, and they're both hotels. And pretty much ISL has taken over both of those, these hotels. And uh, it's, it's really nice accommodations. Everyone has their own room. Um, obviously, dining halls are pretty big. They've done a great job where basically everyone's sitting on their own. So everyone has a little table, uh, whether it's a chair or a couch, but uh, it's all separated about six feet apart. So that, they've done a really nice job uh, sticking to the protocol that's been set here by I guess the, uh, the medical council that they've been working with here uh, locally in, in, in Hungary. And uh, so far, everyone's really following it. Uh, you know, masks are constantly enforced and, uh, you know, to a point where you have to wear it over your nose. So everything has been actually quite impressive how they've been able to really manage this protocol and, and set the right culture. Yeah, listen, I was skeptical, honestly. I mean, even talking to you about coming out to season two, I, I didn't think it was going to happen. And you got to take your hats off to Constantine. He's really pulled this one off. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, listen, the last, what, half a year now, a little longer, there's so much has been happening just in the world in general. And uh, a lot of things were happening with ISL. I mean, there was a lot, a lot of skepticism around the, the season. How could you pull something like this off? And yeah, it's just, you know, his persistence and leadership and understanding the importance of having something like this at this time. It, it's just good for our sport. Uh, it's good for our athletes. I mean, we know that majority of our athletes have not really competed probably since the beginning of the year. And you're, you're going into this Olympic year. You need racing. You need competition. So uh, it's just been incredible how they've been, you know, sticking to the plan and really surging forward and you know i'm sure there's been a lot of obstacles along the way but here we are you know a few days from the start of the season well listen your job was to assemble the team build the team get it to where it is today what's your job now a day out from racing what do you do uh well i, I sleep longer than usual <laughs> <laughs> no no i'm kidding uh listen exactly you, you know now my my job is to make sure i'm there to support uh, our coaching staff make sure i'm there to support our athletes uh to really to provide an environment and a culture that uh is a supportive uh close culture where we can feed off of each other uh, build a nice team camaraderie uh, and really try to 
make sure that that energy really resonates in the pool when we start racing. You know, one of the differences for our team this year versus last year, we have a lot of new faces on the team. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of foreign athletes on our team, more so this year than we've had last year. So, you know, integrating it and bringing the whole team together, uh, it's definitely going to be, you know, we, we, we're slowly getting there, but it's certainly, uh, you know, first couple of days, it, it was a bit challenging because a lot of people just don't know them. So they, they don't know each other. So, mm-hmm. we, you know, my job has been kind of bringing people together. And also, quite honestly, for me personally, getting to know each person on our team and, uh, you know, kind of getting to know them outside of their swimming talents, who they are as people. Now you uh, picked captains. You you selected Ryan Murphy and Beryl Gastadella. How did you come about with those two? Well, you know, uh, if we took focus on Beryl, uh, for example, Beryl is just uh, she. Besides the fact that she led uh, in the pool last year and how well she performed, she just got a really um, energetic personality about her. She's an extrovert. She she carries herself with a lot of energy. And uh, I think that energy is important uh, in the team setting, in the team environment, especially when you're trying to bring people together from different cultures, different teams. Uh, With Ryan, it's actually quite interesting because Ryan somewhat is an introvert uh, uh, personally, but yet he leads by example. And uh, just his professionalism, the way he carries himself, the way he prepares, the way he trains, you know, that that element of routine is so important, especially at our level. And Ryan is just a perfect example of of someone that really has his, you know, has clarity in terms of what he's doing every single day and how he's going about it. And I and I think it's so important, especially for younger athletes on the team, to to feed off of that and learn from some from that. So I, I feel like we have a really unique balance of these two team captains that can uh, lead by example and also lead by you know emotion as well. Now, do you have any say in the lineups itself, or are you leaving that to the coaching staff? How are you guys going about selecting who, who swims what? Yeah, I uh, tend to uh, leave that up to the coaching staff. Uh, but, you know, I, uh, I feel like I've put together a coaching staff that, that is incredibly experienced and understands how to put lineups together and, and really also understands uh, how people are swimming right now, like how they're training, how they're looking in the water. And I think that's really important as you – uh, start putting these lineups together and you've experienced that last year. So you, you think watching our athletes actually when they're here training is really important. So I've really left that up to, up to the athlete, uh, up to our coaching staff. Uh, I've certainly kind of taken, taken a look at it and, and asked some questions about it, but generally it's definitely the coaching staff that's deciding and, and certainly, you know, going around and speaking to our athletes and getting their comfort level and about certain events that they're putting them in and, you know, what, what their thoughts about it. Because we certainly want to make sure that we're putting people in the, in the events where they're excited to race and we know they're going to bring that right energy because that right, right energy will resonate with the rest of the team. And we want to make sure that that really is, it's con- constantly maintained throughout every match that we race this season. Now, uh, you guys are performing tomorrow in a beautiful stadium. Is there going to be people in the stadium? Are they going to bring a crowd in? No, there's Nothing. no fans. 
Okay. There's no fans uh, at all. So it'll be a different environment for sure. And it's something that uh, uh, we talked uh, or production team talked with, uh, with our athletes and in individual uh, team meetings is that you, you have to create that energy uh, that uh, you have to generate that energy yourself when you're walking out during that introduction, because you used to having fans cheering, you used to having a, you know, a lot of eyes on you, and this is going to be very different. So you, you have to create it yourself. So um, it's important. Uh, but I will tell you, though, the, the, just the, the setting, the set uh, of the pool is, is larger, it's nicer, it's bigger. So it's, it's definitely just walking onto it. It creates a lot of excitement for the athletes uh, to race and to swim fast. Awesome, man. I can't wait. So tell me, you guys are in the first match uh, of the season. Who, who are you guys racing? We're racing Energy Standard, Cali Condors, and New York Breakers. Oh, wow. Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> no kidding around. So, yeah, we're, we're definitely uh, in, a, in a tough match tomorrow for sure, or the, tomorrow and Saturday. Uh, but uh, we're, listen, we're excited. Uh, I think a lot of our guys looking good in the water. Uh, we put preliminary uh, lineup together for day one, and it actually looks good. I mean, we're... we're you know, we're, we're at swimming everyone in, within their best races, which is, which is great. Uh, a lot of times last year, we didn't have that opportunity or we had some of our athletes swimming a lot of events that, uh, that I feel like this year, it's actually where we can play to our strengths a lot. Now, tell me someone on the team that you might not know very well, but you're kind of excited to see them swim just by getting to know them the last few days. You know, I'm really excited about the Norwegian kid that we have, uh, Tomoy uh, Lass. Uh, he's 19 or 20 year old from Norway. Uh, he's incredibly talented, got a really smooth stroke. And uh, I think he's gonna, I really believe he's gonna surprise a lot of people in the league this year. He's definitely, he was off the radar and not a lot of people paid attention to him. Uh, he's really, he's been training and focusing in the ISL season. And I think, uh, it's going to definitely surprise him. I, I believe that he's a sleeper. Is there anybody that, uh, has, has come to you and said, look, I'm really nervous. I haven't done the training that I needed to do. Or is there any situation like that? No, no one. I think they're all intimidated at me. <laughs> no, uh, no, no, no one has said that, uh, I, no, it's everyone is everyone's really thankful. I, I think that's the probably the most important thing that I want to communicate is that everyone is thankful for this opportunity. Uh, like we talked earlier, it's, you know, we for a long time just people weren't sure this was going to happen, and right now athletes are just thankful that we're here and we're we're racing or we're on the verge of racing. Awesome. Well, listen, super excited about it. I appreciate uh, your time. I know you're super busy with uh, preparations. You guys are about to head to the pool for your final swim of the day. So listen, good luck. Uh, go current. Thank you. Appreciate it, Bray. See you, Lenny. Bye. All right. Are you in need of a pace clock? Looking to finally upgrade those ancient analog clocks? The Swim Nerd Pace Clock is the most innovative digital pace clock. It connects to your Swim Nerd mobile app, allowing you to program any set your heart desires. Except for 100 100s while listening to Nickelback. You can't program that. That That is not allowed. If you haven't seen the Swim Nerd Pace Clock yet, go to swimpractice.com to check it out. <laughs> 
All right. David Marsh, how you doing, man? Uh, doing well. Doing well uh, over here uh, in Budapest and uh, happy, happy to be here. How's life in the bubble? It's interesting, you know, after watching all these other sports do the bubble and, and wondering how they're doing it, you definitely get the, the feeling and the understanding of how it can be done. You know, hey, we're only in the first week of being here. We might be all going stir crazy after six weeks. But for the first week, the, the quality of the hotel and we have a little balcony out here and we're on Margaret Island. So we're able to go uh, for walks around Margaret Island for a little while. It's, it's, uh, it's quite nice. And, uh, and I think everybody's so far just appreciating seeing each other. You know, honestly, I think that's the biggest thing I'm getting out of this is right now the unity of people just being here together and, and uh, uh, catching up with friends. I think it's, man, I think it's been great for the emotions. Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, you, you see sports like the UFC or the NBA or NFL, you know, these sports with hundreds of millions of dollars, but for swimming to put on an event like this, it's pretty incredible, right? It really is. And, and uh, really grateful to the ISL for, for you know, creating this because it's got to just cost them a lot of money to do the protocol they're doing. I mean, I've had more things stuck up my nose, checking my brain if it's still alive uh, than I can uh, will ever want to imagine again, but if that's what it takes to, to do our craft and to get to do what we do, then uh, I think it's, uh, it's worthwhile. And, you know, and not saying it's all good. I mean, I walk down the hall right here where I am and there's one room with a big red sign. It says COVID room. So somebody, we don't know who is in that room with COVID and it has to do the, uh, the, 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 the time it's going to take. They'll get retested before they are able to uh, do any version of, of joining in. So I think they have a very good protocol here and uh, they're really enforcing it. I mean, downstairs in the lobby area, if you, if you slide your mask off and, and uh, do anything other than sip your coffee and not put it right back up, then, then the marshals come over and let you know that you need to put your mask back up. So they've been real good about the, uh, uh, you know, reinforcing that. And I think it's, it's just you know, about as good as we're going to get, I think. Mm -hmm. How many official tests have you had in the last two weeks? four in the last six days. Wow. Wow. So Incredible. yeah, two, two before we left. And then as we got here, we've had two now and uh, yeah. And so it's what, been, what's the protocol going forward now that you've cleared the past four, how many more do you have to do? Every five days we're doing it. Yeah. Okay. And the entire group's doing it, including production team, the, you know, everybody that's associated with it uh, is doing it. I saw Ashley Null and he's here for counseling and, religious services and he was going over to get his uh his uh brain we call it brain tickling because they they put that thing way back further than they do in the united states they're not missing anything <laughs> uh, with the way they check it now uh, do the athletes have to wear masks uh, at the competition side while, while they're competing as well well we're getting clarity on that uh, i know during when we're in the box and when we're generally walking around they will be wearing masks and and distancing uh when they walk out for the race, I think they're going to be able to take it off before they walk out for the race, you know, partly because you'll be walking out one at a time. Mm -hmm. And we're going to address also how we walk out for relays. I mean, in reality, we're all in the bubble. We all are being tested often, but I think there's also sort of a public appearance you want to try to portray. And, and I think that's a little bit of what, uh, why it, things will be tighter, at least for the athletes that, than maybe it needs to be. But, uh, if it makes somebody feel a little more comfortable, then it's probably a good thing to do. Well, tell me this. Let's get into the nuts and bolts of it a little bit. How are you going about picking your lineup? You don't know where these athletes have come from. I mean, how, do you, how are you gathering information? 
Uh, you know, we're just communicating with them. One of the nice things this year is we we're able to bring up over a lot of home coaches with the swimmers. So there is a lot of good information uh, in that regard. And then, uh, you know, Dave Durden came in with the, the Cal guys. So he's been great to have because we have, we have a big Cal influence and he's been working with the, with uh, uh, Katie and Abby. So he has a good sense of what they're doing. Uh, and, and I think in our, in, in our team, uh, and, and Brett, you were with us last year. And we really miss you over here, by the way. Uh, we're, I wouldn't say it's cut and dry, but there are some pretty good lines of understanding. Fortunately, in several events, we have three people. So as the meet goes on and as meets go on and we adjust the lineup, we'll be making some adjustments to fit, uh, to fit that. I mean, our first meet, we have the, you know, the London roar and energy standard in the meet along with the breakers. So it's going to be a doozy right off the bat. Uh, I'm glad that's the one that's going to be, you know, on CBS live, there'll be some true world-class swimming going on there. And, uh, and then, and also talking about who's shaving, who's not shaving, you know, one of the things we, you know, we emphasize and Ryan Murphy actually initiated it was to really encourage everybody to do what they came here to do. Some people came here to use this as a, in essence, a training camp, because this is the most water they're going to get access to. Some people are using it as a racing camp with my team elite pros. And I've got uh, 13 in the competition here on different teams. That's what I'm emphasizing. Look, this is a racing camp. We're going to race and then train a little bit, but mostly it's about fine-tuning all our racing skills. And then there's others that are full-on rested here. They're, this is something they've been looking forward to, and they're uh, all the way down as far as they can be. And, and uh, so, you know, as you've been doing lots of interviews, Brett, with people discovering or being shocked or even surprised at the progress they're making during uh, the limit limitations they're having during covid and how well there's something, I think we're going to see that as well. I think we're going to see some tremendous swims by people who may not be going the volume they have in the past, uh, but one, they're, they have been able to go the quality, two is they have been able to go the dry land you know, effort they've had before, so they're athletically fit. I mean, there's a lot of fit athletes here. And third, I think just the, the appreciation for being here, being in an amazing facility here in, in Budapest, uh, I think all those things will will generate some pretty darn gone fast times. Yeah, I was going to say, as the head coach, how much, you know, how much say do you have to say to say to the team like, look, I need you ready. I need you to shave. I need you. You know, are, are you are you able to do that, or you just leave it into the hands of the athletes at that point? No, I mean, I I, I would say I don't do that. I, I think like, uh, you were better at that last year. <laughs> uh, and, and, uh, but I, you know, what I probably try to do is just emphasize that uh, sw there's nothing wrong with swimming fast. So I, if, if anything, as long as their coach at home is, is planned on that, uh, you know, but this whole, honestly, our very first meeting, the very first conversation we had was really just about pausing and celebrating that we're getting to be here and we're getting to do this mm -hmm. because I think a lot of people, thought there's a very small chance that this was going to happen. And we were going to be at a, it'd be at a place where for six weeks in a row, we're going to be racing our guts out and having a good time and, and really celebrating our sport. So I think that's really the, the tone of how we're starting this. I think the team races and rivalries and all that will kick up. Uh, but even I talked to James Gibson the other day and, you know, we, we don't know who, is going to be, you know, eligible to be here. You know, we, we, we're missing one of our key guys, not because of COVID, because of passport issue. And, uh, and other teams have all kinds of other things going on too. And, and so you just have to make adjustments and be fluid and hope you have some versatile swimmers that can pick up 
events that need to be picked up. Now, I know your um, personal coaching philosophy is like, look, we're going to put a lineup together, but there's, there, there could be changes throughout the, the day. How do you um, communicate that to the athletes? For sure. Yeah. And we just try to warn them and let them know that that can be the case. Uh, at the end of the day, we're looking for the lineup that we believe can potentially score the most points. And, and with everybody in different states, uh, I mean, we have four Brazilians that I don't know at all. And when I'm watching them in warm up and I'm watching them, uh, what they're doing in, in their preparation, beautiful work. I mean, just, and they're all shaving. So they're, you know, I'm assuming they'd be pretty darn fast. And, but I don't know them. I have never really followed them, never watched them swim a whole lot, never saw, seen how they react to high level competition, uh, except big breaststroke Franca, man, he's, he's a house. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and so I, I do think that uh, there'll be learning curve to this too. And that's the other good thing is I don't think any one meet will be the determining factor of how we evaluate our overall season uh, I felt like last year, actually, with the L.A. Current, that we, we came out of the box pretty well, had our high water event in uh, D.C. And then when really when we really, uh, for the most part, were more rested and shaved for uh, for Vegas, I thought we weren't quite as good as a team. We, we weren't didn't have quite the unity. We didn't have quite the chemistry. We didn't perform quite as well. And other teams did rise up to the occasion in Vegas. And so. We're, you know, we're learning as a, as a team with the LA current, we have a lot of the same swimmers, but we have a lot more internationals mm -hmm. and, and the inter internationals are really appreciative to get to hang out with, you know, people like Ryan Murphy and, mm -hmm. and Abby Wetzel. And, and, uh, and, you know, you brought, you brought barrel in last year, Brett, when you were with us. And, and that was probably one of the coolest stories of ISL, what it can do. You know, she came in from Texas A&M and we were thinking, Hey, you know, she's got some speed. She might be good on the relays here and there. Next thing you know, she explodes mm. and now she's a whole nother level swimmer. You know, Brett, you would be so impressed with the confidence she speaks with and, mm. uh, and the way she goes about her business now. She's uh, very professional and super strong and super fit and uh, still has those great strokes. So I think this is an opportunity for a lot of people to look at this as a chance to sort of break out of their shell if they allow themselves to. And uh, let's see who who emerges as that we didn't know before the ISL that emerges into next level swimmers. Yeah. Great story. And i um, super proud of her. She's awesome. And, and great uh, team leader for you guys now. So is there anyone like that on your team where you think, wow, this, this, this just from observation the last few days, this kid or this person could be a, a breakout for us, you know? I think there's a few. Yeah, I, I do. I think, uh, I think when I'm, when I'm looking down at the roster, uh, uh, Helena Glasson from uh, New Zealand. Mm -hmm. She's she's uh, an IMer that looks uh, just watching her warm up and in, in some of the practices looks terrific. Honestly, all all four of the Brazilians, well, two, three Brazilians and one Argentine that trains with the Brazilians mm -hmm. looks really good. Mm -hmm. You know, Anastasia is looking really good. Or someone yeah. from Israel, as yeah. is Andy. And so, I I think there's going to be uh, some folks do some really good things. Hey, Tom Shields, you know, physically looks amazing and. Uh, he loves this stuff. So mm -hmm. yeah. uh, look out for Tom. He's, he's going to eat this stuff up and, and uh, I think he'll be, he'll be, he'll be a real good one as well. And, and uh, from, from my squad, uh, Dylan Carter is mm. uh, seems to be popping and warm up and he's getting to do some individual events this time. So he'll, he'll be a guy that I wouldn't be surprised to see some, uh, some really good things happen. Now, have you uh, finalized your, your lineup for the first meet tomorrow? We have, we have actually Kristen's walking in the room right now and, and kind of she was just working on that downstairs with Kim Bracken and still doing, doing, putting the final touches on the, the day's roster and 
uh, we're we're look we're looking pretty good, and it looks like the the lineup is is about as good as it can be. We did pick up lanes one and two, and you know how in this pool how that's a nice uh, nice benefit to be out and have that outside lane and take advantage of that. Uh, and so we're I mean, that that's a little bit the strategy now as to where we put the swimmers. And by being in lanes one and two, you won't see this on TV, but but when you're one and two, you have more time to actually take your sweats off. You're not rushed. You know, Pez is, Pez, Pez is running things again. So, you know, he's going to be, uh, you know, foul mouth and kicking butt to, to be on the swim, on the, on the uh, timeline. And, uh-huh. uh, and I saw Rowdy yesterday and I'm so happy to, you know, to have, have him out here sort of broadcasting along with Mark Foster and Bernie. And I think that's a, it'll be a very good team that will explain, you know, what's going on. So, but at the, for sure there's going to be some glitches. I mean, for sure there's going to be some things that uh, don't necessarily go perfectly smooth, but we'll all roll with those things. But yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll start, we'll start off with a pretty solid lineup and then we'll make some adjustments as we see how people are swimming. And then during the weeks, uh, hopefully in terms of training, we can get proper training done to stay, stay within the context of we are in the Olympic year and uh, nobody wants to leave here. Uh, less physically fit or less in shape than they were when they came here. And hopefully a bunch of us leave more race ready and down into our details and, uh, and have, and having learned how to, uh, and gain confidence from, you know, racing each other. Well, listen, uh, Budapest is the center of the swimming world for the next six weeks and super excited. Wish I was there, but I'm living vicariously through all this stuff. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad to just get some personal time here. With, it's nice to see you. So I appreciate it. Well, stay in touch and uh, you know, hit your uh, LA Current guys with, uh, with a little bit of love before the meet begins. I'm sure they'll appreciate that from you, Brett. Absolutely. No, no doubt about it. And uh, good luck and go current. All right. See ya. Thank you. Bye. Bye.